0: Hi, I'm Noel Richards. Welcome to my podcast. Charismatic churches and movements are known for the priority that they give to prophecies and the prophetic ministry. The simplest form of prophecy is, of course, encouragement. 1 Corinthians 14 verse 3 says, The one who prophesies speaks to people for their strengthening, encouraging and comfort. Also, the Bible says that we should weigh carefully the prophetic words that are given. It's important to do this to ensure that we don't all end up in cloud cuckoo land. Now I have a great friend called Wayne Drain, who over the years has encouraged many with prophetic words. He always writes the words down on a sheet of yellow legal paper so that they can be weighed by others, a very wise thing to do. I and many others have been strengthened and encouraged by Wayne's yellow sheets. We have to be careful when giving and receiving prophecies. After all, it's hard to argue with someone who claims to be giving you a message from the Almighty, especially when they start with the phrase, Thus says the Lord. Now, I've received many valuable prophetic encouragements over the years, but I want to mention a couple of odd ones. The first happened at a conference for church leaders where I was leading worship. A guy came to the microphone at the front of the auditorium and told everyone that he had a word from the Lord for me. And this is what he said. Thus says the Lord, I hate it when you sing so loud. I knew immediately that this was what is known in the trade as a duff prophecy. The guy was probably well-meaning, but was simply stating the fact that he didn't like my voice or my singing very much. My close friends whispered to me, you can reject that one, which of course I did. The second odd prophetic word is one that I've received on many occasions from different people, sometimes in a public forum and sometimes privately. The gist of it is that God is going to give me songs in the night. Now, I've a problem with that one. Firstly, when I write songs, it's usually during office hours, you know, between nine and five. Why on earth God can't give me songs during the day, I don't know. Does he think I suffer from insomnia? i guess the phrase god's going to give you songs in the night sounds more dramatic than god's going to give you songs during the day also if someone asks you how you wrote such a wonderful song it's kind of cool to say well god woke me up in the middle of the night with this melody and lyrics and i leapt out of bed ran to my home studio and recorded it as the inspiration flowed from heaven anyway i did take it seriously so i made preparations Each night I would have a small digital recorder on my bedside table so that when God woke me up with a hit worship song, I could immediately record the idea, go back to sleep and listen to it in the morning. On several occasions I woke with an idea and sang it softly into the recorder so as not to wake Trisha. But each time when we listened back to the recordings in the cold light of day, they sounded something like this. Basically, I was half asleep, and what I thought was a tune definitely wasn't. So, I gave up on that idea and decided that if God had a song to give me in the middle of the night, somebody else could have it. Perhaps that's why Darlene Sheck from Australia, who was awake on the other side of the world while I was fast asleep, wrote that wonderful song, Shout to the Lord. Well, that's my theory anyway. On a final note, no pun intended, I did have a dream several years ago. In this dream, I was writing a song with Brian Houston from Belfast, who in my opinion is a brilliant songwriter. When I woke up from the dream, I remembered the melody perfectly and wrote a worship song called This is the Day. Later, when I was telling Brian this unusual story, he asked me if he could have a share of any royalties that might accrue from the song. Actually, he was only joking. And, of course, I had an equally humorous response. In your dreams. Thanks so much for listening.